back to another episode of Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. So happy to be with y'all again today. Hope everyone is doing fabulous. It's such a gorgeous day. And you know what I'm excited about? What are you excited about, Christy? We're getting close to the holidays. Yes, we are. We're rolling right into the holidays. I can barely believe it. I know. I can't believe it. It seems like this year has flown by, but I love... Like Christmas and all of that is like my favorite time of the year. I love that festive, happy, joyful, just, uh, I just love it. Mm-hmm. Building fires. Like I love Nevada started building us fires in the fireplace on the cold yes. mornings. And you know what we did? What? We already decorated for Christmas. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Dax loves decorating for Christmas. And we just got to talking about it the other day. And he loves unwrapping all the ornaments again and he acts like it's the first time he's seen them and he'll be like oh I forgot about this one and it's just so fun for us and he's at a really good age where he loves it so I was like let's do it because he was like can we put up our tree and decorate I was like sure I don't regret it (laughs) (laughs) everything's so cute it's so festive smells like cinnamon and and pine in there I I love love it that's that's fantastic Mm -hmm. well I can tell you I'm just about to bring mine out now and decorate because we have a little a little baby that's Mm going to be here anytime actually he may be here by the time this this episode I was gonna say you better go ahead and decorate (laughs) but yeah I want to have all of that done so that when he comes home like everything's already festive and decorated Plus, I mean, like, it'll be nice to come home to a house that's already ready mm-hmm. for Christmas and the holidays. So, yeah, I love I love this time of the year. And I think it's great that you decorated early. I mean. Yeah, you know how people say wait to a certain date or whatever. But I'm like, just eh, do it. Whatever. If it makes you happy, do it. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I love the glow of that Christmas tree in the morning, too, when I'm drinking my coffee. Oh, it's it's like best. just enough light. And it's that little bit of ambiance that. Yes. It's it's lovely. One of my favorite things is a fireplace with Christmas mm-hmm. lights going. Your mm-hmm. Christmas tree with that fireplace going. Uh, Love it. Yes, it is the best. Mm-hmm. And all of the, the candles and all of the like holiday type smells. Yeah. I love that you kind of get permission to slow down too. Yes. Just enjoy time. A lot of times we don't give ourselves permission, but it's like the holidays are approaching and you're winding down to the end of the year. So you you kind of let yourself off the hook for feeling guilty if you just, you know, when I hang out around the fire and, you know, chill and take things a little bit more slowly. I love that. So speaking of slowing down, let me tell you what I did the other night. What's that? Okay. So it was a Saturday, Saturday evening. I'm talking like 5 or 5.30 already. Mm-hmm. So Phoenix was at a band competition. Steve was down in the basement watching football. Mm-hmm. Olivia was up in her room watching something. I was in the living room by myself. I was laying on the couch trying to relax a little bit. And my fat, preggy body, I was kind of achy. Oh, yeah, you're at that stage where you yes. just can't get comfortable. Well, and I had such a long week. My feet were hurting. My back was hurting. And all of a sudden, I remembered that Dad, our dad had given me a gift certificate for a massage for my birthday and I was like oh my gosh I wonder I'm like oh it's Saturday evening they're probably not even going to be open so I went in there and I got the certificate and I looked them up and they were open till like nine o'clock oh wow so I called them and I'm like okay if they have an opening in the next little bit I'm definitely going to go over there so I called and she was she told me to come on in so I threw my boots on I told Steve, I was like, hey, I'll be back. I'm going to get a massage. He's like, right now? I was like, yes. He's like, okay, enjoy. So I I go right over there. And 
she takes me back to the room and I lay down and get my wonderful, wonderful massage. The the lady there that I got to do it is somebody that dad recommended. She does a great, but look, I'm laying there getting my massage and all of a sudden I hear somebody come in. What? I hear somebody come in like the front door, like another person coming in to get a massage. Oh, I thought you meant like came in the massage no, room no, and I was no, like, Chris, no. where were you at? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. So, and I hear like, it sounds like cowboy boots going down the hall. And I was like, well, it sounds like my dad walking, which is a weird thought that you would even know how somebody walks. But I guess. I think if it's your dad or somebody like you're really close to, you kind of well, know grow up walk, in a house you? too, you know, and yeah. dad's worn cowboy boots a lot. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's, I was like, whatever, that's crazy. He would never be in here at this time. Cause normally that is not a time that I would ever go get a massage. Right. And I know that's not a time he would go get a massage either. So. And then I heard, I heard his voice and I was like, oh my God, he was asking for the girl that was giving me the massage and I had already taken her and I was like, oh my God, that is dad. So anyway, it was so funny when I got finished, he was still back getting a massage and I sent him a text and I said, I told him, I was like, I just used my gift certificate that you gave me for her birthday, by the way, Sunny, who's the girl that does the massage. I said, she did fantastic. You know, because when they do a prenatal massage, they have to do things a little bit differently, but she did great. And I said, I could have sworn I heard you come in. And he just texted me back. And he's like, OMG. <laughs> he said, and he was there. And he said, that's not a time I would normally go that's either. Funny. But we just cracked up. I'm like, of all the times, like we both ended up yeah. in there at the same time getting a massage. You know, our family, everybody in our family loves getting a massage. Yeah. So I can't understand people that don't like getting one. But yeah. But you know, that's really so doing something spur of the moment when you really need it yeah oh that's the best it was so fantastic really need a massage and you can really go get one yes i had absolutely no regrets and i was Mm -hmm. so i felt so much better and it was really good you know because i'm so like i've been so like puffy and sore and like you know it's hard i remember that stage but yeah it was no regrets on that one it was great so i recommend if you're ever just like laying around and you get this wild idea to go get a massage just go do just it just go do it totally worth mm-hmm. it totally mm-hmm. worth it so what are we talking about today well we're going to talk about setting a boundary yeah, that's something I've struggled with a lot in my past, setting boundaries with people. Because, you know, our family has tended to not really have a lot of boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's that's one of the things. If you grow up in a boundar- boundaryless environment, yeah, you, you have a hard time setting boundaries as an adult. It's a right. little bit harder. Yeah. You know, I think some people are comfortable with setting boundaries, and it's not really an issue. Yeah. But... It's hard if you have been in an environment, an environment where there weren't a lot of boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, on our dad's side of the family, like his siblings, like I feel like a lot of them, like they tended, they grew up in an environment where there weren't a lot of boundaries either. Like, you know, our grandpa was a preacher, so he's always counseling with people. And, you know, I think when you take on that sort of responsibility, then you have like 
people just in and out you all the time. You have to be there for yeah, people. Yeah, you're taking on everybody else's problems. And, and, you know, I think it's easier probably to not have as many boundaries in that kind of a situation. And so I think kind of the way that they grew up um, made it, made boundaries kind of non-existent. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of trickled down to us in our yeah. life. And, yeah. you know, because our, our dad was the pastor after her grandpa passed away and kind of the same thing. And so, yeah, boundaries, like you said, a lot of times it's just the way you're raised and like, um, that just is a natural thing. Yeah. But then a lot of times it's not, and you have to learn on your own how to set boundaries and it's not always an easy thing to do. No, especially since we're talking about family, I think family is one of the hardest groups of people to set boundaries with because you tend to sacrifice more for your family Mm -hmm. and you're you grew up together around each other you're very familiar with each other so it's easy to mow over each other's boundaries Mm -hmm. and and not you know I guess respect each other's boundaries like whereas maybe your friend or someone who doesn't feel that way would respect and abide by a boundary a little a little easier um well there's a fine line between having a boundary and or no 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 let me back up that's not what I meant to say I meant to say there's a fine line between being there to help somebody and then enabling bad behavior Mm -hmm. like you can be there for a family member or a friend or whomever you can be there to help them but you should never be there to enable them to continue in bad behavior, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that goes with you have to decide what you will and won't accept. And if this particular person exhi- exhibits bad or toxic behavior, then you have to decide what part of that you're going to accept and what part of that you're not, and yeah. then set that boundary there. And like you said, enabling a lot of times with people like that, most of the time setting a boundary is the best thing for them. Yes. Because they will maybe reconsider their behavior. But if they just keep getting their way and you're enabling, then why would they change? Well, enabling a person in bad behavior is not good for you and it's not good for the person. Mm-mm. So, I mean, yeah, a boundary is like necessary for your own mental and physical and emotional health as well as theirs. Yeah, and I've had to say this many times when I said decide what you will accept and what you won't. That something may be okay for you that's not okay for the next person. That's right. But a lot of times the reason we set boundaries is because just because you're doing it and you accept it doesn't mean I have to do it and I have to have to accept it. And that's one of the things I've had to realize that it's okay to say, "Hey, you chose that for your life. You chose that behavior." but I don't choose it for mine. Therefore, that's why I'm setting this boundary. And I said this on another episode. You want to know who the people that are toxic are in your life, in your family? Go ahead and start setting boundaries with that person. See how they act. And see how they react. Because those people that are most toxic and the ones that are most aggressive are Mm going to be the ones that are going to have the biggest problem with you setting healthy boundaries. Exactly, exactly. Well, and, you know, I've had this discussion with my kids a lot. They'd be like, well, so-and-so's mom lets them do this. Or they do this. Or they don't do this. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to parent shame them. They can do with their kids however they want. They brought their kids into the world. That's their right. 
whatever. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you how it's going to be in this house. And let me tell you how I am as a mom. Mm-hmm. Like, just because your friend can do this does not mean that I do this. Just because your friend's mom lets them wear a dress that barely mm-hmm. covers their butt. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not okay with me. Right. Like, you know, so, and whatever to each, to each his own. But, you know, we all have to determine where our boundaries are with ourselves, with our kids, with our families. I mean, it's just a necessity. And I agree with you. <laughs> The people who need the boundaries the most are most of the time the people that have the biggest problem with a boundary. Yeah. And, you know, you have to make your boundaries known. You have to be direct. Like you said with your children, you have to let them know where that boundary is and where you stand. And there's a way to do that in a tactful kind way. You don't have to be ugly about it when you say, yeah, that's that doesn't make me comfortable or this is not okay for me. Like, you can be tactful. You can be kind. Yeah. Now, there also is a time to be more aggressive. If that person doesn't react and respect that, then it's your right and you're entitled to be more aggressive, be more direct, and start implementing, well, the consequences will be, I just won't, I won't want to talk to you anymore. I won't want to be a part of your life anymore if you keep disrespecting this boundary that I've set in place. Well, because when it all boils down to it, like someone else's choices or decisions should not infringe upon your happiness and your peace and your family. I mean, it just shouldn't. You shouldn't do things that infringe upon other people in that way. And they shouldn't make decisions and expect you to put up with that. If it's their behavior, that's causing that on you. Like it just, it's just not cool. So yeah, it's okay to say no. We don't yeah. have to feel guilty Mm-mm. for saying no. And, and someone else should not be angry at you because you say no. no. That is completely acceptable to say no, especially to say no to bad behavior and something that makes you uncomfortable or something that, you know, you ever had somebody really try to hardcore obligate you and guilt you into doing something that you don't want to do? That's not okay. That's, that's not a kind way to treat someone is to guilt them into something and pressure them into something just because it suits you and you right. want it right so is that okay for that person to say no I don't want to do that or that doesn't make me happy that doesn't make me comfortable it may be something you want you mm-hmm. need your expectations but that's not where I stand yeah well you know and we were talking about the holidays at the beginning of the episode I think the holidays are kind of a sore spot for a lot of families mm-hmm. because you know, especially you have husbands, wives, you have in-laws, outlaws, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you know, you have, you have all of these things around the holidays, you know, and sometimes things get set up like a certain way in a family where they go to this person's house for a certain holiday. And that's just the way that it's always been. But now, you know, you've created your own family and you've got another set of family on the Mm -hmm. other side here. And sometimes you need to change that up and, and, what I say about that is, and, and I can say in the past, I have not been like this. I have done things out of obligation so many times in my right. life. Things I really didn't want to do, but I felt obligated. And you and I had this discussion not long ago. We're like, why do we keep doing things just out of obligation? Like we're what we're doing is not really benefiting anybody. It's not some good, great deed that we're doing. No, because inside we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so I say, like, do what you feel is right for you and your family. Mm -hmm. 
And like you said, you want to be kind. You want to be tactful. You don't want to be ugly, especially when it's something like around the holidays. You be considerate. Yeah, of yeah. course. And you want to like think of an alternative, mm-hmm. but also don't let yourself feel guilty for doing what's best for you and your family. Well, and like you said, things change. I mean, think about our holiday traditions. Our parents got a divorce after years and years of marriage. Right. Well, all of our traditions and things changed. Yeah. And we navigated that and decided what we wanted to do that made us happy after that happened. And it was totally different than the way that it had been before. before. Yeah. I mean, and thankfully, no one guilted us into anything after that. But you, you do have to realize that just because at one point in time, something was okay. Yeah. And this worked. Maybe that doesn't work anymore. Right. And to be flexible and change things is is okay. And people have to understand that. And if they don't, well, I mean, honestly, they just don't. Yeah. You know, I'm going to fix your mic because I feel like it's not. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's down too low? Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, just being honest, being direct, and doing what works best for you it doesn't mean you're a selfish, bad person. No. And I mean, again, if you are trying to do something the right kind of way right. and you're trying to be kind and tactful about it, if somebody gets upset on that, you know, that's on them. That's another thing that I've had to learn the hard way. Like if somebody gets upset over something for you doing what's best for you or for you making a decision because it's the best thing for your family, if they get upset and can't handle that, then sorry. I mean, that's on them. Like yeah. if you're doing everything the right way, you're not trying to hurt anybody like and sometimes you just have to walk away from a situation mm-hmm. I mean you know I, I I don't say necessarily you don't want to walk away from your family you don't want to be like oh well, and that might you. not be the first step you take right, maybe right. let that be the last you know the last move exactly if you but you know sometimes you do have to um just kind of walk away from a situation not necessarily a person but walk away from a situation and give that a little bit of time to like get over themselves or get yeah. over whatever it yeah. is that is causing the conflict yeah and i mean you know it it a lot of times we set boundaries first of all we want to have healthy relationships and and relationships with healthy boundaries but Sometimes you just have to prioritize your peace and not having turmoil. Sometimes you're setting a boundary because it makes you feel uncomfortable to be around certain people or do certain things. Sometimes it brings you too much stress. Say you've had a really stressful year already and this other thing and this obligation is is bringing you more stress and you really want to prioritize your peace and not being stressed. If the if the person cares about you in the right way, they should respect that and understand mm-hmm. that. And especially, like we said, if you're still saying it in a kind way and being tactful, just declining, you know, sorry, I, I don't want to do that. That doesn't work best for me. Well, you know, and people have to also remember to respect each other's time and schedules mm-hmm. because everybody's schedule doesn't always magically coincide. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you first of all have to respect that for yourself. Like when you have a certain way that you that you do things and a certain way your your life is, is run, like you should not you should not have to interrupt that in some terrible kind of way to appease someone else. 
So you have to, you know, just respect your time, respect your schedule and other people should, you should do the same for other people. Like, you know, this goes both ways with, with setting boundaries, you know, you set boundaries for other people, but then other people are going to set boundaries with you too. And if you're the right kind of person, you're going to be okay with that. Yeah. And that's why I keep saying healthy boundaries because, you know, there are unhealthy boundaries and then there are healthy ones and healthy ones are the ones that preserve your peace and your happiness and are respectful and are kind. You know, sometimes people set really rigid boundaries that are unfair and they're not okay. Right. And so healthy boundaries are ones that you set that are um, a given. It's just like, this is what helps me thrive and be happy. Right. And this is why I have to set this here because this preserves my, my schedule or this, this, you know, works with my schedule. It preserves my peace. It makes me happy. And so it's just, it's just the way it is. (laughs) Well, and like you said earlier, you know, things change and like Mm -hmm. you, you can always like retain the freedom to change your mind. Yeah. You always have the right to change your mind. If things change Mm -hmm. down the road, and uh, or things change with a person mm-hmm. or a situation, you know, you can always adjust a boundary. Right. But as long as it is in a healthy way, that's the key is, is healthy. And yeah. a lot of times boundaries can be set that are either too strenuous of a boundary mm-hmm. or too weak of a boundary. And so finding that healthy medium is really the key. Well, and when you change your mind, I think you can guilt yourself sometimes So like you talked about holidays, if something's been a tradition and you just really, you just really need to change that because it's not what's working out for you anymore around the holidays when things are chaotic and things are busy and you have certain priorities and obligations and those things have changed over the course of your life. I think it's easy to blame yourself and guilt yourself because it's what you've always done. Mm -hmm. Say you didn't have boundaries with someone. I know we're talking about holidays and schedules, but with any type of boundary, say you let this person invade and take over your emotion and your time, Mm -hmm. your whole life, but now you're ready to change that. Yeah. Sometimes you can feel guilty for that. Yeah. And that person that doesn't want you to have make you feel guilty. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Like they're, they will either guilt you or they'll ride on that wave of guilt. Like, yeah, you should feel guilty. Yeah. I can't believe you're doing this to me. Mm -hmm. Stop it. (laughs) I mean, I'm serious. Stop it. If that, if that guilt comes up, give yourself permission to let it go Mm -hmm. because that is just what you needed to do. Right. And it chances are it probably needed to be done a long time ago if it's mentally, spiritually, emotionally, right. physically affecting you in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No, no. <laughs> well, got to let go of that guilt. You know, it, when it all boils down to it, like your needs are important. Like, Beth, your needs are important. My needs are important. Yeah. Like, you know, Billy Bob, your needs are important. <laughs> I don't know why, why? I said Billy Bob. Why? There's so many other names out there. <laughs> no okay, we'll the go Billy with Billy. We'll go with Billy Bob. It's um, okay. But, you know, all of our needs are, are, are important. And, you know, we have to realize that. Like, I have, I have so, I can't tell you how many times in the past that I have put my needs and my peace and my happiness aside to supposedly, and I'm doing air quotes here, help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't always have to be the martyr. You don't always have to be there to help everybody else. If somebody is doing something that is really stupid, 
if they're making really bad decisions and getting themselves in a situation that you had no part in getting them in that situation, Mm -hmm. or if they're asking you for advice and they're going directly against your advice and still making really bad decisions and Mm -hmm. getting themselves in the situation. But wanting to drag you back into it and make the same poor decisions again. And wanting you to bail them out or wanting you to help them or wanting you to fix them or wanting you disturbing your peace and your happiness to fix their problems. Now, look, I'm all about being there for somebody that you care about that you love or even being there for a complete stranger but there's a difference in being there for someone and helping them and them taking advantage of you and again you enabling them yeah like you have to prioritize your pace and your needs so that it's not when you're helping other people it's not to your own detriment yeah because they are they are using the fact that you're uncomfortable and you're sacrificing so they can be comfortable and right. not have to sacrifice. That's the way I see it. Well, and that was a hard truth for me to get to mm-hmm. in my throughout my life is, wait a minute, I'm trying to fix everything for this other person. And I'm like tearing myself down in the in the process. But, you know, we've been talking a lot about the difference in being nice and kind. Yeah. This goes back to that. What's kind, Christy? To tell that person the honest truth. Right. So that they will quit relying on enablers. Exactly. And they will get the help they need. And they right. will look at themselves and rely on themselves and quit expecting everyone else to forget about themselves and help them. And... When you're when you're pushing over that and, and doing something that you really don't want to do to to basically appease or enable someone else, you're just being nice. Yeah, because that's not your true feeling. You're just that's trying right. to be nice. But uh, being truly kind to that person means you're being honest with them. You're saying, I love you, but I'm not going to enable this behavior anymore. Right. I love you, but here's where your boundary is. And if you cross mm-hmm. that, you will lose this relationship with me. Yep. That is actually being kind. A lot of people might say, well, that's rude. And probably chances are that person's going to be like, well, you're rude. I can't believe you don't love me or care about me or, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, they're doing you a favor. They are doing you a favor in the long run. Well, you know, something else that, that took me a while to come to terms with is, you know, if somebody makes you uncomfortable and you don't want to be around somebody, you don't have to. Hallelujah. You don't have to. If you don't like someone and they don't make you feel good, and I'm not saying you don't have to feel like you're shooting rainbows out of your rear end when you're around somebody, but like if you feel uncomfortable and you- <laughs> <laughs> Can we just pause on that for a minute? <laughs> I feel like I need a chance to process that little mental image. Um, okay, continue. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, you know, if you feel uncomfortable... If you feel uncomfortable around somebody, there's a reason. So, like, you should not be forced into a situation to be around somebody or a situation that makes you uncomfortable. You know, this this is a whole other podcast subject, but I think a lot of times, especially with women, we can be pushed into situations that make us uncomfortable because a lot of times, and I think this is more, like, probably a little more dominant in the south like you're supposed to be sweet and smile and do all these things and even though we've evolved (laughs) but being in uncomfortable situations and not saying anything uh, I remember times when I was in business and men were being disgusting but I felt like I couldn't say anything aka boundary set a boundary speak up yeah because 
that would make me look like a, a spoiled sport or a uptight or whatever. Yeah. Or you were too sensitive. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Ugh. Yes. Mm. Puke. You know what I mean? Exactly. After being through so many situations words, like that. And like I said, I won't trail off on that too, too far because that's a different kind of boundary for another whole episode. But like you said. That's not okay, though. Like you said, if it makes you uncomfortable, yeah. set that boundary. Say no. Say, I don't like that. I don't want to be around that. I have to. Bye. I have to tell one more story on that okay. same subject. Yeah. Because you were in this with me. Okay. We were working together, and there was a meeting going on in a conference room. Okay. Predominantly run by males. Mm-hmm. And someone asked us to come into the room. It was you, me, and another coworker who was a female. Uh-huh. And, you know, you and I dress up. We look nice when we go to work. But we were called into this meeting, and we were supposedly going to be introduced, Okay. Okay. I, you have to remember this. Um, um, they I don't called know. us. We've they been called in us. a lot of conference okay. room meetings. So they called that we weren't invited into the actual meeting. Okay. Yeah. I we were just we mm-hmm. were just invited in. They were like, "Hey, come in here. I want to introduce you to these people that were at this conference table." You about to get me started. <laughs> well, we were called into the room, mm-hmm. and we just walked in, and it was like, "This is Christy Beth," and I'm not going to mention the other girl just because mm-hmm. I didn't ask their permission. But, and we were introduced, but like, look how pretty they are. And like, mm. the men in the room literally looked us up and down. Like that was the only thing we were called. That, like, we weren't important enough to be thing. in the meeting <laughs> to discuss It was just business. like, and, and oh, we were, it was yeah. talking about how pretty we were and like, Sexist much? And, and I remember we walked out of there and we were just like fuming. We talked about it mm. after we left the office. Like, like how, what was that? I mean, what? yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And like you can, when you feel people looking Speaking you of up being and down, uncomfortable uh, and put in uncomfortable situations, yeah, like that was not okay. Yeah, and yeah. I still it makes me mad. Oh, I know. I was gonna say it. you're you're getting me, but like yeah, that's not okay. up like, over here. That is a boundary. Yes, in the workplace, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like if we would have made a stink about that, it could have been really ugly. Mm-hmm. But like that's not okay. Like set a boundary. Like I'm not eye candy to come in and like. yeah that's not cool yeah it's it's just yeah there are like there are so many important very important ways that you should set boundaries Mm -hmm. and that definitely is one of them if it makes you feel uncomfortable in that sort of way set that boundary and you know yeah well and i mean who's in charge of your life i mean you should be the one in Mm -hmm. charge of your life right Mm -hmm. like i'm in charge of my own life so if I don't set boundaries that protect me, if I don't set boundaries that protect my family, mm-hmm. nobody is going to. The right kind of people are not, they're going to kind of know a natural boundary and they're not going to like go over those boundaries. But it's ultimately your responsibility to be the one in charge of your life and the one who sets those boundaries that protects you and yours yeah and like you're you're equal so you gotta you gotta ask if somebody's going over this boundary to make you feel uncomfortable are they really seeing you as an equal and respecting you as much as they respect themselves no not to get back on the conference room situation but was that us being treated like an equal i didn't see any men prancing up in there for us to stir them up and down Mm-mm. no we were being treated in a totally different way that was not equal that wasn't respectful, that was uncomfortable, that was awkward. It was and degrading. Yes. And if a person 
if a person um, is doing things that are crossing your your lines and making you feel uncomfortable, they obviously don't respect you and they don't view you as an equal because they're putting their needs and whatever they want above yours. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind when you're being in charge of your life that again, that's okay to just wanted to want to be treated equally and with equal respect. Yeah. Well, think of it this way too. It, like w- once you set a boundary, there should be consequences if people break those boundaries or cross those boundaries. That's right? the whole point of a boundary. Yes. You have to enforce consequences. It's like with a little kid. Okay. When you're raising your children, how do you teach them? How do you teach them? You set a boundary and if they disobey and they cross that boundary, they get grounded. They get something taken away. However it is that you discipline your children, mm-hmm. you know, there's a consequence and that's how they learn. Well, it's no different in the world and society and in life in general. You set a boundary for someone or a situation. And if that boundary is crossed or broken, then there has to be a consequence. So that person knows, hey, oh, I better not do this again. Whether that is ultimately walking away and saying, okay, you're gonna, you're just going to sever this relationship because you don't respect my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's going to be... Depending now, sometimes it's okay to walk away immediately, depending on the person sure. and the situation. Sure. But you know, if it's a little deeper and it's like a deep tie that you have with this person, obviously you want to like try to fix it before it gets to that point. But ultimately, you have to determine what those consequences are and you have to enforce them. Yeah, I mean, bottom line is is seek the people that value you. Amen and see you equally and respect you equally because you will never have a problem with those people Mm -mm. where boundaries are concerned in my Mm -mm. experience that person won't try to guilt you make you feel obligated plow over your wants and needs for their own because they value you and they see you as someone whose schedule and time and feelings should be respected as much as their own yep so if you find yourself in a situation where you're surrounded by a lot of people that don't have boundaries maybe you do need to seek people that value you or have that conversation with that person when you're setting that boundary if they don't seem to understand you you doing this is you not respecting me not valuing me it's putting your needs and your wants and expectations above mine yep and that's not okay if i'm not doing that to you then why why is it okay for you to do it to me well i'll use this for an example have you been in a relationship with someone say you know back in your dating life for instance you're in a relationship with one person and they don't they don't respect your boundaries mm-hmm. and they they do things that make you uncomfortable or they do things that they don't have the right kind of boundaries okay so then you break up you're out of that relationship you get in a relationship with somebody else and like you don't even have to think about that mm-hmm. because that person automatically respects your boundaries mm-hmm. like they would never even think of saying or doing what this person before did So, I mean, the right, going along with what you said, the right kind of person that values you and appreciates you, like that invisible boundary that I said before, like Mm -hmm. they're just, it's not even going to be an issue with them because you're not going to have to worry about them 
crossing that boundary. Well, and don't you feel like that that people that cross boundaries and, and have a problem with, with your boundaries, that they're just big fat bullies? Yes. They're just constantly bullying you. And whether they do that emotionally, like with the guilt thing, with whatever, the, the um, I'm helpless, I need you. Like there's a lot of different ways that people can bully you mm-hmm. without you realizing that they're pushing you around and well what you just said like oh i need you i need people wouldn't think of that as bullying but it is it's the way for them to have control over you yeah it's guilting you Mm -hmm. into making you feel guilty so that you do what they want you to do well and be prepared a really experienced uh boundary uh breaker yes they will take different approaches. Mm-hmm. So they might try the aggressive. And if the aggressive doesn't work, feel sorry for me. If the feel sorry for me doesn't work, guilt. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different approaches. Ooh, preach, girl. I'm telling you, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know. And yeah. like, be aware that it may appear like they're just in a circumstance mm-hmm. that requires your help but a lot of times that's manipulation at its finest well i will tell you how to really gauge the situation okay no matter how they come at you if you keep your boundary yeah then see when all is said and done how they <laughs> yeah. act yeah see how they act mm-hmm. if they're giving you the sob story then set your boundary and then see how they, they act. Put your fits. That's how <laughs> see they, how they act. act afterwards. Yeah, you know that's yeah. that's a good, clear way to judge um, a a person and their true intentions is if you're doing it in the right way, and you're only doing what you deserve and what is important to you. You're setting a good, healthy boundary, and they can't handle it. Just see how they act. If 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 they're okay with it and they come to terms with it, and you still keep your relationship intact without a huge blowout, great. If not, like you said, (laughs) if they go crazy, Mm -hmm. which they very well may do, then you're going to know, like, their true intentions and how they really are. Yeah, and be prepared after that, that you're going to be the big bad wolf. (laughs) They're going to make you look like the bully. Yep. They're going to make you look like the one that turned your back. They're going to be the victim. Because usually that is the last um, approach. Yep. Which is, I can't believe they did this to me. Mm-hmm. They don't care about me. And then they'll victimize themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can't let that get to you. You have to stay strong, like you said, yeah. keep your boundary. And realize that that is way more about them and their problems Mm -hmm. and what they're dealing with. If you know that you've set a healthy, good boundary, this boundary isn't to be mean. This boundary isn't to... You're being kind. It's not to hurt anyone or to, you know, prove a point. You're literally just trying to protect your freaking sanity. Mm -hmm. Then you have to be willing to let that go and realize they're probably going to say all kinds of things about you behind your back. And you're going to be the bad guy. Yeah, it's okay. If you know the truth, does it really matter? Mm-mm. You know? Well, I, you know, I'm a firm believer that the people who know you and know your true character. Right. And your true inside person. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to know anyway. And if they hear a bunch of BS from somebody, 
then they're going to be able to make a righteous judgment on you and say, oh, okay, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I know how that person really is. So hmm, what you're saying doesn't add up. So, Well, a lot of times people are just doing that to justify their own actions because it makes them feel better if they can look at you like the one that was wrong and the bad yeah. guy. Yeah. And it just, you know... Well, Allows them, they're enabling themselves at that point to continue to have poor behavior. Yeah, I was going to make this remark earlier when we were talking and I kind of got sidetracked. But, you know, a person who doesn't have a lot of boundaries themselves, if you'll look at a person who, like you set a boundary with them, a healthy boundary, maybe you say no. Because a lot of times people have a hard time with hearing the word no. Mm -hmm. If you watch them... If they do have a real problem with it, like look at other areas of their life. Look at other areas and see if they have boundaries in their life. Mm, Because a lot of times they won't, you'll see their relationship with other people Mm -hmm. and they won't have boundaries. You'll see that you'll see their, the way they do business. They won't have boundaries. You'll see the way that they live their life. They don't have boundaries. Mm -hmm. Even their relationships with their partners, their companions, they won't have a relationship that Mm -hmm. has good, respectful, healthy boundaries. So that's, that's an easy way to kind of gauge a situation and to know kind of where somebody is, is to kind of step back and, Look at the big picture. Yeah. And again, it, it's good for that person most of the time to quite simply say that is unacceptable. Yeah. That is unacceptable behavior. That is unacceptable what you're doing. That is just unacceptable. I don't accept that. You accept that. Maybe other people around you do, but I do not. Well, you know, and it all boils down to respect. Like if you have the right amount of respect for someone, like, Beth, if I respect you as just a fellow human, not even my sister and friend, mm-hmm. business associate, mm-hmm. just as a fellow human, if I respect you, then I've got enough God-given sense in my head not to overstep a boundary that's going to disrespect you or hurt you or do anything that's inhumane or anything that's like not, what's the word I'm looking for, um, ethical or I'm not going to do anything that crosses a boundary that you have you don't even have to set a boundary Well, because you value me you see me as an equal you respect me (laughs) right yeah and so you know if a person doesn't have that kind of surety themselves they don't have that confidence they don't have that love for their 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 own self then they're they're going to have a hard time doing that for you Well, and hopefully this improves your relationship. Hopefully this helps your relationship grow and helps this person to grow and realize that that's not the way to treat people and that having boundaries is better for them. Yes. And it improves your relationship. You know, boundaries aren't there just to make people angry and make things worse. They're there to help. And sometimes it doesn't always make things better. Sometimes it's maybe the end of a relationship, but... Would you rather have that relationship end or continue to basically suffer that type of abuse where someone doesn't have any respect or boundaries? Well, think about it really simply like this. Look at the world we live in. What if we didn't have boundaries? Yeah. What if we didn't have laws? Yeah. What if we didn't have law enforcement to enforce those laws? Mm -hmm. What kind of a society? We already have enough troubles and and criminals and murderers Mm -hmm. and people you know rapists Mm -hmm. people in this this world 
um, who cross all the boundaries that we have. So just sure. think about if it was a free for all and we didn't have them. We had you have to have those boundaries in life just to have to be civilized, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. uncivilized countries they don't have boundaries. Yes. So I mean, just it, put that in your own day to day life. You have to have those boundaries just to have a nice, peaceful, civilized life. So it's not. It's okay. It's it's okay to have boundaries. We should. We should all have boundaries. We should all respect others people's boundaries. Exactly. And you know, if you if you do struggle with setting boundaries, it's understandable. I've struggled myself. You said right. you've struggled. Take it just one step at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe start with something simple. You know, a lot of people they don't like confrontation, and sometimes it, it takes a little bit of confrontation to set a boundary. Because yeah, let's face it, hard. you're saying no. Yeah. A lot of times you're saying that's unacceptable or that doesn't work for me, mm-hmm. and that can be can you know that's confronting something, and that's really hard for some people. But taking it a little bit at a time mm-hmm. and setting those boundaries, I promise if you do that you'll grow stronger in that because you'll realize how good that feels to take control of your life Mm -hmm. and take control of your mental and emotional health and to put yourself back in charge. Yeah. Well, it's something that helped me a lot. This helped me learn how to set healthy boundaries and how to protect my peace at all costs. So, and that is when I'm in a situation And you may have to do this over and over until you get through a situation and are able to set a healthy boundary. Because like you said, I don't like confrontation. It's not fun, especially if it's somebody close to you. It's even harder because you've developed a relationship a certain way. And so going back retrospectively and trying to set a boundary can be one of the hardest because things have been a certain way for a long Mm -hmm. time. And then when you go back and say, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. this doesn't work for me anymore. I haven't been happy in this situation for a long time. That it's hard. Yeah, That's hard to do. But what what helped me was step back from the situation and ask myself the question, okay, why does this make me feel uncomfortable? <coughs> Excuse me. Why is this stealing my peace? Um what do I need to do to feel better? Mhm. And then when I figure out what I need to do to feel better, okay, is that selfish? Mm-hmm. Is that selfish or is that just protecting my peace? Am I hurting myself to make this person feel better? Like, should I be doing that? No. When you when you have that kind of inner dialogue with yourself and just step back for a minute and examine it and ask yourself a few simple questions like that, you're you're going to know. You're going to know. And... <laughs> If the answer is you're doing everything right and you're trying to be the right kind of person, you're trying to be kind, you're trying to be respectful, you're trying to be thoughtful of the situation and the person. If, if you're answering all those questions correctly, mm-hmm. then you, you're good. Like yeah. you set the yeah. boundary and you protect your peace and you take care of yourself. And again, people who don't want to have boundaries is because... They want to be able to do whatever they want to do, but they don't want you to be able to do whatever you want to do. Mm. Think about that. Think yeah. That will help you set a boundary when you think this person doesn't want boundaries because they want to run rogue in my life, but they want to <laughs> guilt me. They want to obligate me. They, they don't want me to have the same freedom that they have. Right. 
And that's why that boundary hurts them so bad, because then they don't get to control. They don't get to do whatever they want to do while I'm over here sacrificing and giving of myself, obligating myself. Well, again, respect. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think I really quite finished up my thought about respect because, you know, my brain's a little bit. What did I tell you earlier? Like my brain's like a big marshmallow right now. But, you know, respect. If you respect, if I respect you and you respect Mm -hmm. me and we demand the same respect mm-hmm. from each other, like there's not going to be this problem. If we problem. respect each other, we won't have to demand That's exactly it. right. And so. a lot of times, if somebody is crossing a boundary, mm-hmm. then they don't respect you. Oh, yeah. They just don't respect you. And everybody deserves to be respected. Exactly. You know. That is a very good point to end on because everyone deserves to be valued. They deserve to be treated equally. I do believe that respect is earned. But here is the thing. If you are a respectable person and if you're dealing with people who are respectable people, then you're right. Respecting someone, everyone deserves that. Well, and you can love someone and care for someone and not respect them. I have people that I love. And I don't wish anything bad against, but I, they made me lose respect for them. Mm-hmm. And I agree with what you said. Respect is earned. You have to be a respectable person if you want to be respected. That's, but if that, <laughs> yes, you if, have to give respect to get that's respect. Right. That's right. Yes. But yeah, it, it does. It boils down to respect and you have to respect yourself. Yes. If you want others to respect you too. Exactly. 